Welcome to TGI, Tourism Geography Insights, a podcast of Tourism Geography's journal where we discuss our latest research and developments of our peer-reviewed journal, which explores tourism and tourism-related areas, recreation and leisure studies from a geographic perspective. Uh, Welcome, listeners. In this podcast, I'm speaking to Dr. Dawn Gibson of the University of the South Pacific, who recently published a paper along with myself and uh, Dr. Ben Ikento called Samoan Perceptions of Travel and Tourism Abilities, the Concept of Malaga. So Dawn, thanks for joining me. Uh, I enjoyed working on this paper. So can you tell me what question or problem was the research setting out to understand? Thank you, Steve. This topic was basically based around Samoa and Samoan travel and looked at the basic motivations that someone have as specific islanders for travel and how this differs from Western travellers and where we know the Westerners to travel in search of the exotic other for someone's to an extent they are the exotic other. And so we looked at why they travelled. Okay, that's what, great. Okay, thank you. And can you briefly describe the background or the context of the work? So basically, this study was undertaken in um, Upolu, which is one of the uh, main islands in Samoa. Samoa has two main islands, which are Upolu and Sabai. For those of you who don't know, Samoa is located that northeast, it's an island located northeast of Fiji in the South Pacific. We looked at and took interviews in the city. We had a survey and we also did in-person interviews. So we undertook the, the interviews in Apia, which is the capital of Samoa. Okay, so you went around in Samoa, so you went to the capitals, uh, the capital city, and you went to some villages as well. How, how, maybe listeners would be interested in how you go about uh, researching in the Pacific. Can you tell us a little bit about that, please? With the villages, we had to get permission from government departments. And then we visited four villages in that we had the interviews in the town centre. And these were conducted in uh, Samoan. In, when the, uh, the interviews that were and the surveys that were undertaken in Apia were take, done in English. But due to the fluency of English or the lack of fluency of English in rural areas. We did this in in villages using Samoan-speaking research assistants who then read the surveys out in, in Samoan and people sat in groups and then completed the surveys, one uh, the questions one by one as we went through this. Great. Can you briefly describe what concepts or theories did you use to underpin this work? We use a mixture of tourism theories uh, and which are basically Eurocentric or Western or and also theories of mobility and migration and why people travel. We thought the migration theory was a bit broader than the tourism theory, which is quite restrictive. And it had a lot of different local, regional, national contexts in the mobility theories. For the Pacific, migra- migration and mobility have been around for centuries. 
but the concept of tourism not so much and the concept of tourism to Pacific Islanders seemed to be very much a thing that Westerners did rather than they engaged in themselves. Yeah, thanks. So that leads on to the key takeaways or, or findings that you think that listeners or readers should uh, should know. Basically, our findings our findings discovered that in the main, Samoans travelled for his uh, for cultural reasons, and this concept of malanga, the concept which was a word for for um, migration or movement back and forth, is undertaken to actually engage in traditional obligations or balabalava, which is the name for it in, in Samoan. And there was also periods of time where, because it travels very costly for us in the Pacific, they had to stay still. So they weren't, there were times where they were not traveling. They were actually staying still and saving up money for travel. So there were different, there was mobility and immobility that we found that then allowed for travel. It was also interesting to find that in many cases, it was the youth that saved them, worked and saved the money to donate to travel and the spa lava lava. And it was the elderly who had the time who were the ones who traveled. So it seems like there's this uh, concept of paying it forward. That the young people are working for, you know, the income for the flights, for example, and then they pass it to their, you know, to their relatives, and then yeah, the older people go. And and what sort of obligations or traditional obligations are they are they doing? Are they taking anything, or it's particular times of the year? Some of the ob- obligations, some of them are to do with land. Uh, a lot of them to do with chiefly installations. Others are similar to Westerners, so they're traveling for weddings and funerals and education and birthdays and reunions and those sorts of like very much um, visiting friends and relatives. For Samoans, a lot of the travel too is domestic, where they travel to their beach palace. But for those, they, in many cases, they don't stay for a while. It's just excursionist type day trips. So it's a different type of travel. Just what what's a, what's a beach fale, uh, Dawn? Can you just share that with the readers? A beach fale are like budget types of accommodation that have a, a kind of thatched style hut on the on the beach. The sides get folded upwards, like with when you pack up in the morning, you lift up your sides and tie them up, and then it's just a kind of hut that you that has an open area that you can just allow people rest on that, sleep on it. Um, it. It has a shade so there's not really sunbathing. And then you pull down the sides again in the evening. So these are, are lo- located, you know, you normally get maybe 10 to 20 huts on the beaches. And there's a whole series of beach cut, beach violets throughout Samoa, mainly at the weekends. You undertook the data collection before COVID. So in our post-COVID era, what changes or extensions to this research would you consider undertaking? We could look at how the Samoan diaspora travel and with a lot of um, migration, we could look also at whether or not they've acquired the, the travel habits or behaviour of the people within the countries that they live in. And so, you know, whether going to places with set holidays, they might be actually 
going on a holiday in, for example, Australia or New Zealand for a couple of weeks because that is what their fellow New Zealanders or Australians are doing and start engaging in that kind of holiday or as well as like holidays that are still linked to or travel that is still linked to their traditional um, obligations. Okay, that's great. Anything else uh, you'd like to add or you think the readers should uh, should know about uh, the paper or research in this uh, in the Pacific? I, I think in the future this type of travel will remain the same for the Samoans, but for the the newer generations that they, they might have other interests in traveling to Samoa, you know, um, basically for leisure, that market in Samoa may may increase. Uh, I think with like post-COVID, there are a lot of people looking for different types of holidays, and Samoa could be is an upcoming um, destination. So these sorts of things could change. I, th- I think it's a very interesting uh, destination to visit, especially for cultural tourism. And there has been very little research done on it. So I think you know there are more opportunities for research within Samoa, but also by Samoans. Yeah, good. All right, thanks. Thanks, Dawn, for joining us on the Tourism Geographies podcast. Just as a reminder, Samoan perceptions of travel and tourism abilities, the concept of Malanga, was published in Tourism Geographies, an international journal of tourism, space, place, and environment, in volume 24, issues four and five, which, of course, can be found on the website. And there's a link in the description of this podcast below. All right, Dawn, thank you uh, for joining me. Uh, Yeah, we look forward to seeing more of your research published in Tourism Geographies in the future. Thank you.